0: Welcome to Shorts with Jill and Tara, a bite-sized podcast that blends business and fashion to bring you practical tips and strategies in a shorter format than a typical podcast. I'm Jill, and I've spent my career advising, starting, and running businesses.
1: I'm Tara, a family therapist turned fashion stylist and a digital creator. Hi, Tara. Good
0: morning, Jill. So I have have a question. for you, which came out of my walk the other day. I, I have been really trying to go for like little walks every day and just get out in the fresh air. And I think it's helpful for stress and whatnot. Anyways, so I always walk by these two houses on the same street. They're right next to each other. And um, recently they took their decorations down. But for several months, they've had Christmas decorations up or holiday decorations. I think they're Christmas because they're um, these huge ornaments, like oversized ornaments hanging from regular trees in their front yards, right? So like they have, they each have the exact same tree in the front yard and each house has like almost the same set of these massive oversized ornaments. It's super cute. Like, dur- you know, during the holidays and stuff. I mean, after, after Christmas, it's time to take them down. But anyways, my question is, and you might not know the answer. <laughs> it's maybe more of a rhetorical question. But so if you have two houses on the same street who have the exact same Christmas decorations, and this is not something that's like very common, like most people have, you know, lights up and everything, but this is like really very a very specific setup. Do you think that they got together and they were like, hey, let's coordinate our Christmas decorations? You're like, let's 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 have it be the same this year and then next year, let's have it be the same. Do you think, like, when one of the houses was sold, that the new owner had to sign an agreement that they were gonna have the same decorations as the house next door? And the other question is, do you think the entire block actually said, Let's coordinate, and only two people did it?
1: So great question. Well, they don't share a tree, right? They have their own trees, they just have oh, the exact trees. same. Oh. I mean, I don't know. Maybe one of them did it. And then the other was like, I love what you did. And so I want to emulate. I have no idea, but (laughs) it's really ridiculous. It is funny because you're right. People don't have the same lights. Like um, on our street, some people have just like the clear lights. And then the next house will have, you know, whatever. And then some won't have it at all. But or just like a couple things. So you're right. That is
0: so funny. I might even have a photo. I might have taken a photo. But, you know, these are things I think about on my walks. (laughs) Well, I'm really glad you're
1: getting out because you're expanding your mind, dear. Wow. (laughs) And just bringing us great content.
0: (laughs) If anyone out there is wondering the same thing, please let me know. Because I want to know that I'm not alone in in my obsessions. Well,
1: in my... I would think because I want them to live in harmony that they decided to do it together because they thought it would be fun. So that would
0: be. It could be like a brother and sister living next to each other, or maybe it's one family. Maybe it's a, it's a divorced family or something. And maybe they just decided that they needed a second residence for some reason. So maybe it's the same designer. (laughs) Would you ever ask? You should go ask them. Say, I I was just. Interesting. I, I thought about it. Yeah, because I saw the guy. I saw one of the guys outside the other day. But I, yeah, no, that would be weird. Okay,
1: next time if he's out there, you have
0: to ask. <laughs> I would totally ask. I would a hundred percent. Maybe you can come with me. I'm not that brave. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So today
1: we're going to talk about growing pains in business because, well. You know, I call Jill all the time for uh, advice and, you know, how to handle things and also for spelling checks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So here's the thing is, you know, I do a lot of things, Jill, like I have this and I have writing for Exhale Magazine and I have my blog and I have my Instagram. And so I was talking to somebody and they were like, you know, it's better if you just put all eggs in one basket and succeed at that. So meaning like I should just focus on Instagram and I should, and I'm like, but that's not actually really how my business works. You know what I mean? And so first of all, I wanted your thought on that because I don't, I don't operate that way. And I was just listening to somebody's advice and I don't, I wouldn't take that advice because I'm already like doing all this other stuff. It's not like I'm going to stop. But what do you think about that? Do you think it just depends on what business you're in? Like, should you just put all your eggs in one basket? What's going on?
0: I think you should put all your eggs in one basket, but it needs to be the right basket. Like I don't, I don't actually see Instagram, this podcast writing for Exhale and um, I forget the fourth. That you My have. blog. And your blog. I don't see those as the business. The business is your styling capabilities, services, your understanding of style trends, your, it's like you're, that you're an expert in- style, lifestyle, and you have an audience. And so that's the business. And the way that you execute that business is through a bunch of different activities. But that's not, I mean, that to me, that's not putting your eggs in multiple baskets. You have your eggs in one basket. It'd be different if you said, you know, I'm a really good stylist, but I'm also like a really good closet organizer. So I'm going to actually also do closet organizing. And I know you do a little bit of that, but you're not running back and forth to container store. Like that's not your thing. But that wouldn't be a terrible thing to expand to if you really wanted to like add buckets. So I think your eggs are all in one bucket. And that's very smart. I think focus is incredibly important, particularly when you're starting out. I mean, you're not just starting out, but when you're a smaller business.
1: And I do think, you know, there are always different, like you have to expand your audience because as you know, and I know when you first start a business, what do they say? It's like, the, you know, first, it's all the people who, who want to support you. And then it's all the people who just hear about you. It's after that, that you're like, okay, I got to reach all these other people that are not in my circle. And so that is actually what I'm doing with all of these other things, right? That's just a way to connect and, like, let people know what I do and how I do. It. And it just comes out in different ways.
0: Yeah, I would say that you do need to make sure that if you're going through these different channels like blog and Instagram, et cetera, that you are either hitting the same people with different information or you're hitting different people with the same information. Cause otherwise then you are kind of like just duplicating efforts. Like if you think most of your blog followers are on, are already seeing stuff on Instagram, maybe it doesn't make sense to spend so much time on the blog but the flip side is that you can probably provide better content on the blog than you can on Instagram. Like Instagram is very like quick and there's photos, but there's not a lot of like content, like like text. And on a blog, you can kind of say more and probably, um, you know, the quality of the photos and everything would be better. So it's different. It's possibly different information. But that's the one thing I would say is making sure that if you're using all these different channels that you're accomplishing different Goals with each of those,
1: right? And I think that's a good point. But you know, what's interesting is the reason I started the blog is because not all the people that uh, get the blog are on Instagram. Maybe some people are more on it now than they were before, but and that's usually because they have a child that's on it and they're kind of watching their what they're doing, or maybe they started a business. But the thing that I find about a blog, which I think you can't forget how important email is, is most people open their email or, but everybody gets an email, right? And so everybody's getting the email and Instagram is so inconsistent always. So, um, but anyways, that's why I started the blog. Cause I, cause I was, the, that's the audience that's not getting reached on Instagram.
0: Right. And with your, with your email, you have control, right? With, whereas with Instagram, they decide whether they want to feed, you know, your content up to me today Sometimes they don't it's like it's like you have no control over or limited control over how who sees your content and in what order rel- you know relative to other people you're following um, whereas with the email you you know you're, you're you're sending it to a very targeted list and you have high open rates because you have been careful about that list and so people who don't open it don't stay on the list. And so that's, I think that's a very important point because some people will say, oh, I have hundreds of thousands of people on my list, but they only have like a 10% open rate, which is not good because, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter how many people you your list. It matters who's actually engaging with the email. So I love, I want
1: to talk about that open rate for a minute if we can, because people ask me a lot, like what is a good open rate for an, e- for an email blast? Yeah,
0: Yeah, it's very industry specific. Um, but generally if you go on MailChimp, it'll give you the industry averages for whichever industry you're in. I would say for you, like, you know, I would say between 15 and 20% is very solid. Um, and I over that is really, really good.
1: Yeah, I'm crushing it, baby. No, just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> No, it's funny because, you know, there are times when I'm like, should I be doing this blog? Like, you know, I've been doing it for a long time. And just over, I would say, the last six months, it has increased tenfold of how many people are viewing it. And I'm wondering, is it the content that I'm putting out now? Or is it that I've been doing it so long now people are like, oh, or maybe they're just interested in whatever. I don't know what it is, but it's happening and that's great. And I'm glad I didn't stop. But, you know, there's times when you're like, I don't know if I should be doing this. But anyway, so that's.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think part of it is also the format of the email that you send. You know, you got you have to make it easy for someone to just like click through. You know, it can't be no one's gonna read a really long email. You know, it's just got to be easy. Whether it's a photo that makes them click or a link, and just having that compelling the compelling content in the email, I think helps.
1: Yeah. So, um, so these were questions that I've been pondering, but also, you know, we talked about this before in an episode and. You know when do you hire a person? And the thing is, is for what I do is I outsource some things, but I think I might need like an intern again, or because I'm not really needing an assistant. It's like little projects Mm -hmm. that I need done that I can't do.
0: Mm -hmm. So what? So so it's so it's not an. Why is it not an assistant? Because it's just somebody who's more capable, or what? Or how do you? Well, it's more like I need a. like just little
1: projects. It's not like I need because when I had an assistant, that person would go with me on shoots and do all these things. And um I just don't feel like I need that right now. But I do need somebody. You know, you know, I'm not that tech savvy, or I have these creative like ideas that I want print it out or put out. But I don't. I don't have the capability of doing that myself. Mm-hmm. So that could be a good thing for an intern,
0: mm-hmm. maybe. Because yeah. project Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's very, it's a very, well, it should be a pretty cost-efficient way to get things done when you're, you don't, you don't really want to hire someone full-time necessarily.
1: Right. So, um, yeah. So those are the things that I've been, you know, I think it's a good place to be. I always tell myself, this is a good place to be in because, you know, when you're thinking like this, it means the business is changing, growing, doing something different than it was, right? So. Yep.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Okay.
1: And that's my session with Joe live on the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why well,
1: well, no, I think it's interesting because I don't think people – some like, for me, I don't know what a good open rate is. Well, now I do. But, I mean, you know, some people don't know that. And when they're asked, they're like, I don't know if that's good or bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't even know if people knew they could find that on MailChimp. That's great. Yeah. Information.
0: Yeah. MailChimp's amazing. You can really I – mean, I'm not just, like, promoting MailChimp, but I'm sure others do this as well. But – my experiences with Mailchimp, and you can get a lot of data that will that helps you figure out how to optimize your your email blasts on Mailchimp, and to measure how well you're doing. Um, and you can do all kinds of great things on there, like you know, test different subject lines. You can, anyways, there's a lot of different ways to help you optimize your email marketing um, on all these platforms
1: that's great well if you guys have questions for jill i'm sure she'd love to answer them <laughs> right <Jill>? Yes. <laughs> all,
0: right. all right thank you thanks tara Bye. we hope you enjoyed today's episode we would love to answer any of your questions on future episodes of shorts
1: bermuda shorts jean shorts short
0: shorts boy shorts tennis shorts cargo shorts beaded shorts Running shorts or shorts. Sure.